Are we ready to rock? Alright. One, two, you know what to do. I got the world on my ass. Gonna be the first, won't be the last. I've got the world on my ass. Society's burning up. Take a bite, spit it out. Take them rules, rip them up, tear them down. I've got the world on my ass. Gonna be the first, won't be the last. I've got the world on my ass. Twisted minds, weathered brains. Don't you know I'll go insane I just tell them to get back When they tell me how to act ah, tuning into this week's episode of the rad podcast i am producer brandon from the rob anybody and don show thank you for being patient with me this week i have been uh, dealing with a slurry of technical stuff uh technical issues on this on this end but fortunately because we got our our proud sponsor tech to you on our side we've got everything under control um it's just been a time management thing man it's this has been a really tough month like it's been a tough year let's just face it it's just been a sucky year and it just seems like the uh, 2020-ness has just been seeping in every single day this week uh but the bottom line is uh, we're here we're, we're we're doing we're doing this thing we're finally gonna do this creative writing uh cunning linguist corner that's what i'm call it sounds pretty good right 
All with, well, with C's, though, of course. Uh, sorry, Don. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Um, so the Cunning Linguist Corner is coming up soon, but I have a couple of uh, special things here that I want to announce. First, I know I've been getting a lot of emails and messages from you people, you prodheads and friends, of course, that have uh, wanted to get in on that collaboration of uh, Over the Rainbow and uh, Don't Bring Me Down. Both of those songs I'm still interested in doing, but I think I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit on Don't Bring Me Down. That one's a little complicated. Not that it's a difficult song to do, but I think it's going to be more challenging to orchestrate than over the rainbow so i am planning on i I promise you i promise you i will be putting out a tutorial video my plan is to basically show you how i do it and give you a, a visual aid to help you get through the recording process that it takes to get the best quality audio um, and what we're looking for for these collaborations. If you've done it before, you, you've got a pretty good idea. So uh, if you if you already know your your instrument and you've had the experience of collaborating with before and uh, you can just go up to YouTube and find the official version of Over the Rainbow, um, it, it's, it's really easy to find. And, and I think that that will be the, that is going to be the backing track for our uh, collaboration because, you know, we're all remote. We can't all get onto a Zoom call and, and, and play together, even though that would be awesome if we could, um, maybe someday. But in the meantime, I need to use some sort of backing track. I need something to keep us all in time. So that when I get everybody's, you know, guitar versions, uh, ukuleles, vocals, backup vocals, instru- all the all the various instruments you, you, you plan on contributing, uh, it needs to be all in the same key, same tune. So we're going to use the official version. All I got to do is go to YouTube and find somewhere over the rainbow. And it's by Israel. And I always I always butcher his last name, but it's it's, it's Israel. Trust me, just search for Somewhere Over the Rainbow, the official video for Somewhere Over the Rainbow by the big Hawaiian dude, the big loving Hawaiian dude that we all have known to love. So um, if you want to, and if you already have the experience, go ahead and get started. Get recording your uh, parts. You know what to do. You put the, uh, the monitor in your ear and you put the recording device up to your instrument or your voice and you just play along with it. You play along with the track and you record the the versions of what you got. Uh, we had French horns. We had uh, 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 clarinets. We had uh, so many different types of instruments for previous versions of our collaboration. So um, we're going to get on it and I'm going to put out a tutorial video that it's going to be a catch-all for these things. So moving forward, I'll just be able to be like, hey, let's do this song and here's how you do it. I'll just include all that stuff on there on the uh, Rad Podcast group on Facebook, as well as on the email chains that uh, I create with all the people that are interested. So hopefully that will make things easier, better, expedite the process. That's what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to just get the most out of my time so that we can all have some fun because I know a lot of people are really itching to get those creative juices flowing, um, which speaking of which, we have a, a huge amount of, of great creative writing, some really uh, naughty stuff, some really heady stuff, some very dark stuff. I, I think that this is going to show a good spectrum of uh, people's talents in the uh, in the prod squad and also it's going to I think it's going to help us all just another escape right um, so before I get into the cunning lingo's corner I am going to uh, do something a little different I, I don't normally do this but when I get in a submission like this I thought this would be a fun thing to do for the podcast this is from Gary and he sent me uh, a, an email with a song attached that with the subject line that says Brando tell me if this is worthy 
I haven't listened to this yet, so we're all going to be listening to this for the first time. Gary says, I've continued my onslaught of listening to rad shows from previous years that correspond to today's date. So he'll go back and listen to, for example, September 10th of 2019 if he's on, you know, September 10th of 2020, for example. And uh, he was listening to the episode where a rad fan submitted a song to you to us for a review and for for you guys. I put the word us in there. Edit that. No, don't edit it. Keep it in there. Come on. Keep it in there. There's there's nobody there. I'm just talking to the assistant that doesn't exist right now. Um, So he says uh, that it was horrible, that song, as was agreed by the show and everyone listening. That being said, I decided to bust out a song that I wrote that seems to fit just perfectly into the worst year of all time. Take a listen. If you can, find the time and let me know what you think. We have the time and I will let you know what I think. Honestly, just getting your opinion directly would be an honor, but if you think it's worth being torn apart on the air, I would love to take that chance and put myself out there. I hope you guys have a great three-day weekend. I, he sent this before. Labor Day weekend, of course. Now, Gary, I, I haven't heard this yet, so uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I promise. I, and if, if it sucks, I'll tell you. I will. I, I will be honest with you. But, you know, I'm I'm also in in a very good place in my mind and i think that i i'm just i'm itching for fresh content and something that comes from our audience i always i always feel flattered that you're sharing your your art your artistic nature your creativity and it's really uh it's really hard to do to put yourself out there and you know when i recorded world up my ass which by the way that that song was originally performed by a band called the circle jerks and then it was then uh covered again by maynard james keenan's side project you know he's form he's uh, of tool i almost said formally of tool but it feels like that right formally like they're, they're not touring nobody's touring so it's like they're former artists of their bands oh god please don't say it so uh so anyways maynard's side band pussifer is uh, did a country version of it and if you listen to the original version by the circle jerks it's like super heavy super fast punk rock it doesn't sound nearly like anything like that version so i decided to just do a little stripped down version and have some fun with it so that's what the song was in the intro so i know how hard it is to put yourself out there and want to be creative and share your share your stuff and i know you probably worked on this really hard so let's give it a shot this is uh this is gary's song called high revised Oh, 
Well, now do you want to get high? Well, do you want to touch the sky? Okay, I'm going to make it rain. And I'm going to take away your pain. Because I'm the man to come to when you're feeling bad. I'm the man to come to when you are blue. Yeah, yeah. I'm the man with the answer to I'll be here Will I ever see you again Time after time Till who knows when Back in the day When things were cool With you and me Back then Gary, I loved it. I actually really liked that. And I'd be honest, I'd tell you if I didn't like that song. It was good. It, it's got a it's got a mixture of like early '90s uh, kind of uh, alternative rock, but then it's got some Brian Adams in there, and your voice is really good. I could tell that your your songwriting is all original, and I like the the tempo changes for the choruses from the verses. And I honestly, you know, there's no bad thing I'd say. I think the only thing I would say that is bad is, you know, we could always use better recording equipment, but I mean, that's so expensive. I'm so lucky to have the equipment that I have here at the uh, Rad Radio Studios. But I mean, aside from that, that is a excellent song. And I think that it should be put out there. I think we got to, I think we should, I think we should uh, work together. Maybe we can uh, make it well produced and, and boost it up and maybe get it released. And I mean, Gary, do you want to be called Gary and go on tour? Oh, wait, we can't go on tour. But if we did, Gary, would you open up for Brando and the Prodheads? I think that'd be really cool. Someday. Welcome to the Cunning Linguist Corner. I am producer Brandon. And I reached out to the Prod Squad to submit various poems, soliloquies, anecdotes, erotica, any form of creative writing. And you did not disappoint. And I have a, a little lead-in here that I'm going to do. That's what we call in the biz, a lead-in. And uh, it's, it, it, it's prefaced by one of our anonymous submissions. This is, uh, this is from No Name, who says, Here's my submission for your creative writing episode. I ask if you do use it, please do not use my name. I will not. You are No Name. I also do not have a working title just yet, so I guess it's called Untitled for now. And the tempo of the poem follows closely to a spoken word artist. Brandon Leakes 
poem he performed on his first audition of America's Got Talent. Thank you again for doing all that you do from No Name. Now, just a little background. Brandon Leak is a contestant on America's Got Talent. He's a 27-year-old from Stockton, a high school teacher who is now a, uh, he's actually a counselor at a community college. And you know what? Just, uh, just to give you his backstory, let's hear it from the man himself. Here is Brandon Leak. 27 years old, and I am from Stockton, California. I just left teaching high school English, and I am now a counselor at a local community college called Delta. I did grow up in a neighborhood where like drugs and gang violence were rampant. My mom worked 15 different jobs to make sure that I was provided for. When I was four, my little sister was born. I don't even think I understood what being an older brother really meant at four years old. <laughs> I just knew that this little person was here. My family very much insulated me into this very loving household. Then when I became a teenager, it became this anger. And what I did was I, I let all that frustration out through creativity. Writing most certainly was an escape for me. I have a 14-day-old daughter. Uh, Wait, 14 days? <laughs> 14 days. Congratulations. Thank you, first kid. I want to be able to, to do what I love, to be able to create my own schedule, and to be able to make sure that I can give her the best experience of having a father around that I possibly can. All right, here we go. They're all about originality right now, Brandon. And I got some for Go out there and make it happen, brother. All right, it's a pleasure to see you, my man. It's your time. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I do like my job, but in terms of my passion, what I would love to do is being able to turn my heart into my full-time work. Hi, how are you? <laughs> so tonight's poem is actually uh, an ode to my sister. Are you close to your sister? Very much. She's here with me now. Oh, she's back, backstage? Kind of. <laughs> well, we already love you. Make us love your poem. Beautiful. I got you for that. I have two facts for you. One, I'm six feet tall. <laughs> and two, love is the most vulnerable thing one will ever have. And you must learn to hold on to it loosely so when it leaves, it won't exit so painfully. On July 14th, 1996, an angel was brought to this earth. Her name, Danielle Marie Gibson, but I only know her as Puff. Her smile is as wide as the universe. Her eyes, they glimmer like the stars. She is my world and my sister. I, just four years old at the time, learned what it meant to love selflessly for on days in which my strength was but knee high, seeing her smiling face would make my soul fly. But on March 23rd, 1997, I've been groundbound because she left Earth to go back home amongst the stars, right next to God. But I was left here to manufacture wings out of tears and broken dreams. Yet I'm still haunted by these nightmares because I have a really creative mind. And sometimes it designs these alternate realities where she is still here, still alive. And all the things I wish we could have done are played again and again and again. And I'm tired of playing God because I got to come to terms with the fact that my sister ain't never coming back. And that's the cost of love, caring for someone so much that you can't imagine living life without them, staring at a grave like, how about I trade my six feet for yours, but that's not real. And I know I said earlier to hold on to love loosely, 
So when it leaves, it won't exit so painfully. But if this pain and these memories are all that I got left of you, I won't never regret these scars from just trying to hold on to you. Wow. It is a wow. Flowers cross the sea, memories are That's really good. That, that's made a big impact on, on the internet. And I, I think the first time I saw that video was actually when Dawn posted it on her It's a Wonderful Life column. Uh, a few weeks ago at radradio.com. Uh, just great, powerful stuff. And uh, There's something about spoken word that just, I don't think gets enough recognition. And it's definitely not a mainstream thing. Uh, so I'm going to do my best to read this uh, anonymous uh, spoken word poem that uh, it, it seems to be very passionate to him or her. And uh, so I just wanted to preface this by saying I, I, I'm not a spoken word poet. So I'm going to do my best and make this sound as good as possible uh, and do it justice. So here we go. There are two things everyone has in common. One, we all have heartbreak. Two, we all have demons. On December 16th, 2002, my mom took her last breath. I was 14 years old when I said goodbye. Monday afternoon, I walked out of my high school down the street and waiting for me was my dad's car. I finally knew what it meant to have everything fall apart. I started across the four-lane roads, stopping in the middle. My past was behind me, the world that I knew and loved, the world with my mom. My future was before me, and uncertainty I was not ready to face. I turned 15 only three weeks later, fighting my demons, my darkness, my hate. My hate for the world, for my God, for every single car that passed and never stopped. Every. Single. Day. I watched as the world kept turning without me. Nobody noticed how I cried myself to sleep. Nobody asked if I was okay. Nobody noticed how I started wearing long sleeves, even the summer. Nobody noticed. I never left that middle lane. It became too much, and I miss my mom. My demons are winning, and I was on their team. If I can't beat them, why not join them, right? I put on my mask and convinced the world everything was fine. I cried myself to sleep in silent repeating, stop feeling, just stop feeling until I convinced myself and pushed it all aside. I hid from the world and locked myself in my room. This was my safe place. I lost myself in writing, creating worlds I would rather be in. I would stay up all hours and pretend. Pretend I was in love. Pretend that I was happy. Pretend that nothing had changed. Pretend I didn't want to see my mom so badly. But my demons found their way in the world too. Even in my own fantasies, I was still alone. I couldn't literally dream of anything except being wanted. It became too much, and I miss my mom. January 2009, I took my first drink. Yes, I really did wait until I was 21. It was one thing I did right. I found a life I never knew existed. I was finally free. I could laugh, be the center of the party, even I wanted to be around me. I found it easier to push away my demons, and I thought, I am finally living. But those demons are sneaky, you see. I didn't realize alcohol is what it used to feed. I traded a razor blade for a bottle and put on another mask. This time I could blend in more because everyone drank. No, I don't have a problem. See, I stopped for a few days, sometimes even weeks. When I realized I could hide the bottles the same way I hid my scars, I walked hand in hand with my darkness, maybe a little too far. I stopped crying myself to sleep every night, but that's because you can't cry when you black out. 
I stopped wishing for my mom to come back because I felt like I was one step closer to being with her. I stopped being me because I hated who they convinced me I was. Weak, alone, unwanted. I stopped looking in the mirror because every time I did, I saw my demons looking back at me. I saw them staring at me with red, glassy eyes, blotchy face, smelling like booze full of disgrace, taunting me, reminding me that I never left that street. It became too much, and I miss my mom. Closing my eyes, I wish to never wake up. Maybe this time I drank just enough. I don't live in my other worlds anymore. I am unable to even imagine what could be because I don't want to be. But to be on the other side of the rainbow, even though I am not sure it's real, that must be better than feeling this. Every morning I wake up emptier. Who knew I could? I've collected so many masks that I just picked the one that works just best with the outfit of the day. I'm the master of disguise, and I'm convinced I'm writing this play. I see the world passing me by as I walk down the aisle and grab another handle. I do not care anymore. I feel so detached. I fight myself daily, saying that I don't have to buy anymore, then beat myself up three shots into the night. My demons convince me that I need the drink and then convince me that I'm a loser because I couldn't say no. They were never on my side. It became too much, and I miss my mom. July 3rd, 2020. I am tired. I am so tired. I'm tired of fighting them. The choice has always been in my hands, but I'm ready to live again? I thought I found comfort in running, and I did for some time. My brain shut off the world until I was ready. Ready not only to take my control back, but to go back. Back to the middle of the street where I was left at just 14 years old. Back to the little girl who did not know which direction to move. Caught between two worlds all alone, left to figure out how to cross the busy road. This time I went back and I noticed her sitting there so scared. I now know how to stop the cars so I could pass safely. Right now, I am just choosing to sit next to her until she is ready to leave. I begin to tell her stories of what she will be. How her eyes still sparkle when she smiles just like my mom. How she is gentle and kind and wants to save every animal and child she can, just like mom. How she will love the color red. How every time she sees a dragonfly, she will know mom is near. How, even though she feels so alone, she's a fighter, just like mom. She shares the few memories we have left. Ones that have been forgotten because of time. She remembers that if... She remembers what it felt like to be held. Hearing her heartbeat so close. She remembers the laughs and adventures, shopping, spending way too much money. She remembers how much mom loves Christmas. That one that has never been forgotten. I hold her close, her head on my chest. We survived, little one. We are okay. Just like mom. I don't know what the proper way to... to segue from that I know I could do like a wacky record scratch or you know I could do the no I'm so new to this thing that was really powerful thank you for sharing that you know who you are all right this next one is uh from Laura S she says I was inspired by Brandon's recent request to us prodheads for some poetry of sorts so I figured I'd let my creative side out to play please be kind oh I will this is good stuff. This is called Surrender. 
racing in relentless heartbeats, anticipation, adrenaline-fueled candy-red cheeks, excitement, the steady rise and fall of his chest, confidence, that razor-sharp look in his smoldering brown eyes, control, energy exchanged, connection, skin-on-skin, electric. This is where it begins, surrender. Be still the mind, give up control, submission, commanding power, a presence that consumes dominance. Kneeling, perfect posture, palms up, offering, standing tall, adoration, gently tilting her chin towards him, acceptance. A conversation without uttering a word, understanding she is his and he is hers, unforgettable. That is surrender. Woo! Oh, that's kind of hot. Woo. All right. I think I'm sensing a theme here. Here's, this, is a, this one's called control. Something to have and exercise almost every minute of every day. However, not always. Very seldom is it released. Every so often someone comes along, loosens that grip, allows the pleasure of pure presence. Willingly, driven to my knees, waiting for direction, hanging on every breath in the still air, every nerve ending ablaze. In this moment, control has vanished, aiming solely to please, to serve the man that stands in front of me, to facilitate his pleasure however he sees fit. At his mercy, bound by connection, respect, and safety, free as a bird on the breeze, no longer in control. Wow. Yeah, that's... uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's good stuff. See, that's what I was hoping for. I like that stuff. Like, gets you, gets your blood flowing. I don't know. It, maybe it's me because I'm, I'm, I'm reading it. But whew, that's good stuff. All right, let's uh, cue this up here. Now, this is from a no-name individual, and it's a haiku. You know what haiku is? It's the, uh, the short-form poem that, that was originated from Japan. Y you did it in school, right? There we go. A Secret Admirer My Hidden Secret I want to have all of you In the light of day It's a haiku, it's short, sweet, it's good I like it Alright, this uh, next one is from a Lindsay it says, I've been drowning all my life Oh, this isn't a letter I'm not going to start reading this like a letter Let's try that again See? Just getting my chops up for the uh, the big slam spoken word poetry competition that's probably not going to happen until 2022. I'm still practicing. This is from Lindsay. It's a poem submission. I've been drowning all my life, struggling upstream, pushed down into the muddy waters far beneath the sparkling, rushing river of real living. Far too late, I opened my eyes, looked up and saw the reflection of who I really am. No more hiding, no more sorry, no bending in painful angles, pushing hard against the strength of waves. Open energy, awake, stretching the muscles I didn't know I had, painful at first, but so powerful. Floating on my back, looking up into the clouds, riding the current, no more gasping, no more screaming for breaths. Bathing in the warm sunlight, cool, renewing waters. Delighted to see where these waters are taking me. I know it will be beautiful, and I know you'll meet me on the banks. Of the river of life. Yes. See, there's, there's something so powerful about words and, and poetry. And 
And th- there's so much passion behind it because, you know, I mean, even just writing music, there's so there's something so painful behind it because one of the things that it's the, the healing qualities behind, you know, creativity and the, the arts and music, poetry, all this stuff is it's all centered around pain and and oh, sorrow and sadness and the awful things that we experience. So it's it's almost like it, it puts you there, but it also gives you strength because you're taking control. It's like you have gr- you have a grasp on the on your reality. And if you can put it down on paper or in a song and you can express yourself and how you feel in that way without, you know, sounding like whiny. None of you have sounded whiny so far, but you know what I'm talking about. Like there's varying levels of letting out your emotions in a way that that is empowering. And I'm feeling really empowered by all this stuff so far. So um, we're going to switch gears a little bit here. This is uh, this is going to be some erotic poetry. And it's uh, from a listener named James. The title is Too Young. I thought she was too young for me, so I never took a chance. One day she said she was curious, and I was asked to drop my pants. I declined and said, you first. I want to see yours too. She started to undress herself while I enjoyed the view. She hesitated, and then she said, I don't think I can. I'm way too shy to bear myself in the presence of a man. My chance to see her naked was about to pass me by, so I came up with a better way to let her get a try. If you think you have it, what it takes to drop my pants, I promise I won't stop you, but then I'll have my chance. Her face lit up with glee as she went down to her knees. She found my buckle, then my zipper, and my pants came down to with ease. Came down with ease. <laughs> my excitement was very obvious as it stood there strong and proud. Her hand reached out to stroke it, but instead she said aloud, I'm afraid it's my first time to see a man undressed. I am too shy and way too scared to go through with it, I guess. You've seen me naked. Now I thought we had a deal. Take off your dress and let me see or maybe get a feel. She put her arm across her chest and said, Oh, no, you don't. No man has ever seen me naked, and today I know you won't. We had a deal you wanted to see. Now it's my turn. I'll get what's coming to me. Just relax, I said. This won't hurt at all. She let her guard down and then turned to face the wall. She let out a sigh and said, Okay, I'll let you do it. Hurry up and get it over with so you don't have a fit. She stepped out of her shoes and then stood very still, waiting for me to get wait, waiting for me to do her, do to her what anything I will. I untied her dress slowly, then let it hit the floor, then unhooked a bra. I wished that there was more. I got behind her and went down to my knees. Her panties came down slowly to give a little tease. When they were to her ankles, I nibbled on her buns. She didn't try to protest, so I gave her my wet tongue. What are you doing? She sternly demanded. Pleasuring you, my sweet, I meekly responded. She put her hands on the wall and said, Okay, do it again. I put my face to her ass and then slowly I began. I started at the top and dragged my tongue right down her crack. When I got down to the bottom, I licked her little squack. Squack, rolling. She turned around and put a leg over my shoulder. She humped my face so hard that I couldn't even hold her. She, her hands took my hair to control me as she pumped. She moaned and she thrusted violently. My face was being humped. When it was finally over, she collapsed into a heap. Now I was ready for mine and I was planning to go deep. I gave her a moment to try to catch her breath. When she was back to normal, I got the stare of death. 
She gathered her clothes and began to get dressed. I said, what about me? I'm sure that I'm impressed. Let me stick it in you. I promise I'll be quick. I'll only stick it in a little. It's just a little dick. Okay, she sighed as she dropped down to her knees. I'll take you in my mouth instead. I think that I can please. She wet her lips and took my shaft and put it in her mouth. She licked and hummed and soon they, she did it. My jizz was heading south. Now, <clears throat> you say too young. I'm hoping that that was a legal age because that felt a little awkward after I started reading it. All right, this next one is from Anthony. He says, here's a poem I wrote in spoken word format. I hope you like it. You can use my name if you like. Well, I did, Anthony, so there you go. I fall asleep peacefully, travel in my mind through the sky, equally high as I am surprised I am aligned seamlessly. By design, I am committing no crime, no law of time, no, my worst enemy. Energy, you and I are essentially vibes and vibrations with minds, holding secrets as old as time, intertwined, hidden behind lies, and apple pies to no surprise, though. Bad guys with bags under their eyes, light sleepers because of the night creepers. If they show, I fight them and I eat them alive. Feet first, the kids give me dap. They like, and that's a sweet verse. Yeah, man, I swing first. Ask the questions at the same time, I've seen worse. I seem cursed, but I know the disguise of the blessing. It hides right in plain sight, counter-correcting all my correct things, doubled up in the daylight. I like that stuff, that free flow stuff. You just need a beat behind it. That'd be good. All right, this next one comes from Sterling. He says, I hope I still have time to submit. Yes, you do. We're doing it right now. But this is an excerpt from Dirty Girl by Felt. An outfit with Slug, the front man of at uh, Atmosphere, and Murs, newly signed to Strange Music. Name drop. It's one of my favorites, and this verse in particular. Came to get an oil change for my girlfriend's car, but by the time I left, I was short of breath and brokenhearted. There she was, there she was, bent over a motor, dirty cap with a ponytail that sat between her shoulders, beautiful. With an oil streak that must have kissed your cheekbone, thick and voluptuous, I wish that we could be alone. I would love to, I would love to, touch you, rub you, see what's covered up under that greasy blue jumpsuit, come on. Standing there, holding that dripping dipstick, with a firm grip, yet so delicate. And the way you took that orange oil rag and wiped it clean, it's guaranteed to get repeated in my dreams. You make me wild, feels like puppy love. Got so lost in your smile when you asked me what the mileage was. And if I ever learned how to change my own oil, promise that this customer is going to remain so loyal. Dirty girl. You must be a car guy. Car things don't really do it for me, but I get the innuendos, and it, it, it made it wiggle a little bit, Sterling. You got me. You got me there. All right. So uh, this, uh, this we're going we're gonna, to, yeah, we're getting to the end here. Uh, so, you, so some of you sent multiple submissions, and just for the sake of time and, and keeping things flowing, I decided to pick my favorite ones. And if you want me to use your other uh, submissions for, like, another episode of, of similar fashion, I will do so. Um, so... Just, just keep in mind that it's not because I, I didn't want to read them. It's it's because I just decided to take little samplings of each one. Because a little bit of this goes a long way, right? I mean, at this point, we're, we're having a good time. My voice is feeling pretty silky and smooth, and this is this has been fun. But it, a little bit goes a long way. Um, but I wanted to save this one for the last. Uh, this is from Rachel. Rachel says, just wanted to share my own with you before I forgot. There's a little bit of a backstory to it, so here it goes. I wrote this for my bestest bestie. My other pee in the pod. 
and who I thought, still think, that she is my twin flame. Basically someone who you have a very deep connection with, can feel uh, like a soulmate connection. You can be yourself without fear or rejection while they help you by being a safe space to discover new things about yourself and ultimately grow as a person. Originally, I was just writing this poem based on inspiration from a new book I was reading, The Name of the Wind. But then it slowly started to turn into a tribute for her as I needed more inspiration to continue. Now, as of two and a half long years ago, our friendship of 10 years sadly came to an end. But this is still my favorite poem I've ever written. Hope you like it too. The Name of the Wind. How do I love thee? Let me count thy ways. I love thee like the summer's breeze, a cool, caressing warm wind on my cheek. I love thee like a stormy gust, boisterous and noisy, tossing through the underbrush. It knows no bounds and pushes like a child at a sound that can make me smile. I love thee like a warm fall night, leaves skittering and skating past, skeleton fingers crawling down the back. Hmm, yes, I love thee like that. I love thee with a dirt devil's passion belligerent in its beauty, a temporary fashion. Here one and gone the next, and you'll still feel my effects. I love thee like sideways rain, pounding, howling through the cracks. Of your old cabin walls, I'm seeking to break down the barriers between us. I love thee with all the fury in my soul, a twisting, ravaging tornado, wanting to pick you up, snatch you, all to create something anew. I love thee like a frozen winter's day, the air still as a grave, Snow crunching underneath, this is my undying passion. I love thee like a clear, humid sky. Clear and cloudless for miles in sight, but the hurricane waiting for land is coming up, hiding in its hand. I love thee with a hurricane's force, pushing you back, holding you in place. As it cries, rage, rage at the dying of the light. You've seen me to my darkest night. And finally, I love thee like a perfect day. With all my outcast faith, as the church bells ring, tolling in memory at childish ways. My love is small and dim, but eternally bright, like a votive candle burns through the night. It speaks of tears and grief or loss, but never can it compare to my love of your thoughts. Although the wind a poor comparison, for these thoughts I said to myself, they're like restless ghosts passing through us, and so it is, my love. Grab and take hold, said I. It's time, nigh. Let me teach you the name of the wind. Wow. That was good stuff, guys. Like, this stuff has just been waiting for me to, to, to dive into for a couple of weeks now. And it's, it's like, it's been this little glowing folder of papers that I've had that has just been speaking to me. And I'm so glad that I was able to, to share these with you. And thank you for sharing your work with me and being so courageous to allow me to share it with the audience as well so until next time honestly, bitches. the rad broadcast the rad broadcast